faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen, for by it the men of old gained approval. It's almost like, what is that like thing over there, right? That jello-like kind of thing. Oh, that's some faith. There's some faith over there, right? Let's take a look at it under the microscope. No, but the fact is, is that faith, right, is the substance of things that are hopeful. You need more hope. You need to build up your faith. And that's what this word, this reading the word actually does. It builds up your faith in the one who is the author of faith. But here's the key thing with faith, right? It has to be a persistent thing. So you have to keep your eye on the author and finisher of your faith, right? You can't look down. Those mountain climbers, they never, ever look down. It's only when they're helping each other up. You can't look down, you have to keep your mind continuously on the faith. Here is what is gonna destroy your faith, thoughts. Thoughts are going to come, in fact, Paul calls them in Ephesians, the fiery darts of the enemy. You know, you know what fiery darts would do? Fiery darts, of course, would catch fire to a person's shield, their armor, they'll be totally exposed. Thoughts of the enemy are coming to try to take away your faith. Why do we see people that were once on fire and it seems like, what happened to that person? 911 must have come and extinguished that fire, right? Really? I mean, you see people once that were on fire. If somebody is on fire and now they are not. It's being extinguished by the thoughts, the lying thoughts of the enemy. That won't work. No, it's not gonna happen for you. No, I don't think so. Ah, come on. Oh no, no. And this is what what fear does, really. And any this is why I go against this fear thing so often. Because and when you just see. All it does, fear and faith cannot coexist. That's as silly as saying it's light and dark at the same time, or I'm dry and I'm wet at the same time. Those two things cannot coexist. And so if you have fear, it's going to douse out your face. So don't think that fear is just this horrible feeling. No, fear is this horrible function, or I should say dysfunction, because it takes away the functionality of faith, right? If I am in reverse, I cannot be going forward. If my car is in reverse, I cannot be going forward. And, and fear is faith in reverse. In other words, fear is diminishing faith. Fear is taken away from the substance of things hoped for. You know what? You get fear, you are going to have less substance. 
which means you have less substance. There's going to be less things hopeful. No, it won't happen. Ah, no, no. And so how much faith you have depends on how much of the enemy's lies that you swallow or don't swallow. Really, if you're swallowing a lot of the enemy's lies, then you can't expect to have a lot of faith. Those two things do not work together. As I said, you know, how much I cannot say that something is on fire if, you know what, they've been pouring water on it all day long. No, that fire is going to be doused out, right? And that's just like the fire of faith. Faith is going to be doused out if you are allowing fear to come in. And that's that mythical fear. It's diminishing your faith each and every time. You know, you know what? If I believe something is not going to work, right? I am definitely, I am definitely not going to put any effort into that thing that I don't believe is going to work. Why would I? Right? Don't get me wrong. I don't believe it's going to work in my mind. If I don't believe it's going to work in my mind, I am not going to put effort in to this thing working in reality. So many people have died with unwritten books, businesses that they should have started, dreams, right? So many dreams. Oh, you can, you can imagine the amount of dreams in the graveyard. There's going to be a lot of dreams, right, in the graveyard. But a dream is no good until it actually connects with reality. It has to connect with reality in order for that dream to have any value. And what is a dream? It's just an internal vision given to us that we actually understand, right, that really until we take the steps in reality to determine the feasibility, the viability of that dream, right, I mean, so many things, everything on this planet started with a dream first. Henry Ford started with a dream. Steve Jobs started with a dream. It all started with a dream. But fear will kill that faith. And if it kills that faith, you know what? That dream will just say, stay stuck inside of you. And you know one of the worst things? for a dream to stay stuck inside of you, guess what comes from that? Regret. I wonder what would have happened. Regret can torment you. Regret can torment you. Because what is regret? Regret is, wow, looking back and saying, coulda, shoulda, woulda, but you didn't. And so, really, you torment yourself because you don't know what would have resulted if you had done what your dreams or your vision was. So you don't know what you would what would have happened. And now, because of what would have happened, you allow that to actually torment you that you should have done. And then 
You know where we come back around to? We come back around to guilt. So all of these emotions are connected. One leads to another, right? One leads to an, another. And this is why we cannot let doubt get us down. You'll be angry at yourself if you allow fear and doubt to take away your faith, really. Because don't forget, that dream is still in, inside of you now. It's just that you do not have the faith to put it into practice. On a dream, it, and it doesn't have to be an, uh, like a commercial dream. It could be a dream for your family, whatever the case may be. Just something that you want to improve. But as long as you do not have the faith, you do not have any gas. Faith will give you the gas. Faith will give you the fuel, really, to, to, to actually fuel that dream and bring it into fruition. And this is why when it says faith is a substance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So there's a conviction inside of someone. That's an internal reality. You know, I, I don't just think I, you know, use a frame here, I guess. Well, no, guessing is not conviction. No, a conviction is a knowing, a really, it's a knowing, but not having the faith to act on what you know. That's a horrible place to be. Really, I know, but yeah, yeah, I don't want to. I know, but yeah, I don't want to. You know what, what that's called? No man's land. No man's land. Because you know you should step out, but you don't. That is no man's land. Really. And you're always going to have regret. If you have this conviction, right? Faith is an assurance of things that you have hoped for. The conviction of things not seen for by it, men of old gained approval with God. Really, God will have you step out in faith. God will have you step out in faith each and every time. No, there's no, there's nothing with God like, you know, show it to me. Show it to me. No, 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 no. No Jerry Maguire with God. Remember Jerry Maguire? Remember Cuba Gooding Jr.? Show me the money. No, 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 no. No, God doesn't. No, no. God, believe that you'll see it with God. Believing is seeing with God. Uh, and faith, this faith is really a deep trust of God Trust it because we can't trust or everything we see in reality fails us. As we've talked about, we've talked about empires, they all fall. Everything we trust in reality. When at the final analysis, everything will have crumbled and it will be God that's left. And so what God is saying, show me that. You trust me. God's promises are there. 
but we've got to step out in faith. Look in verse six. And without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a reward of those who seek him. You cannot come to God without faith. You can, it's him, it is impossible that you could come to God. When somebody goes to work on Monday, they cannot go to work on Monday unless they have the faith to believe that there's a paycheck coming on Friday. You can't do it and you won't do it. No, really. You cannot do it and you will not do it. I am telling you, right? You have to have faith. You have to believe that God rewards those that seek him, right? You have to believe that God rewards those that seek him. Because if you don't believe that, if you don't believe God rewards those that seek him, then you won't seek him. And if you don't see him, you won't see that faith works in your life. So faith is a predetermined decision that God is going to do what he's promised he will do. He always does. And you act like it's been done. In fact, in Romans 4, they say, Abraham, call those things that were not as though they were. As, as though they were. Right? So you have got to believe that God is able is able to deliver what he says he will deliver. And there's some static on the line. I'm going to stop there. I don't know if any if you, we can hear it. But it's, uh, I, I, I can, can hear it. I can hear it too. I think it's yeah, Sandy needs to mute her line. Yeah, Sandy, mute, mute, mute yourself, please. Okay, that's better. Yes. So God, so we have to believe that God is able to do what he promises to do before he actually does it. And that's really faith. You have to step out and trust that. Because if you don't, and you've got these desires inside of you, you don't step out. See, here's the problem with fear. It's not just fear. I'm not just talking about the uncomfortable feeling of being afraid. I'm talking about what it turns into. When you don't do something, when so many of us, come on, we have been fearful. We haven't said certain things. We haven't done certain things. What have we done? Beating ourselves up. I should have said this. I should, should have said that. I should have done this. I should have done that. Right? So right there is guilt. And then guilt, of course, is frustration too. And before you know it, that leads to anger. Right? We're going down this road. And it's a very, very toxic road. You know, it's a very, very dark road. This is why if you have this conviction, you know you should do something and you don't do something, expect it to result in toxic emotions. And then before you, do, then what happens before you know it, then the bad behavior kicks in to try to medicate 
these toxic emotions and you're in this vicious cycle. Come on, we've all been there, right? And this is why if you have this, this faith and you have this fear, you've got this conviction trapped up inside of you. Conviction needs action to put it into motion because really faith without works is dead. So it needs action, verbal action, right? You know, it's it's a verb. It's there needs to be action, and without that action, if you just stay there, then you stay languishing in all of these negative emotions that result ultimately being angry with yourself. So really, and as it said, without faith, it is impossible to please him. And before you know it, the enemy will use that against you. Oh, I'm not pleasing him. Oh, so-and-so, they have faith. Oh, this person, they have faith. I don't have faith. Then you start feeling guilty about that. No, I can't receive from God. And before you know it, you end up falling away from the source of your help. And this is what the enemy does. This is how he uses this faith against you. So it's very, very, very important that we step out in faith. You know, and that, that was why Peter felt so guilty when he denied Christ. He said he wept bitterly, right? He wept bitterly because Peter had the conviction. Peter said, you are, uh, uh, you are Christ, the son of the living God. He had this conviction. Jesus even said, flesh and blood did not reveal that to you. You didn't get that. You didn't get that on, uh, uh, on the grapevine. You didn't get that from uh, on Facebook. No, you got that right direct from the throne room of God, right? And so knowing that and knowing that you don't act accordingly, right? Peter was just in this trap. And he said, the Bible says he went outside and he wept bitterly. You know, because he's stuck. You're between a rock and a hard place. And a lot of our frustration and depression comes not from people letting us down, but from having this conviction inside of us that God has given us and is not acting on it because of fear.